from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast, Weird Energy. Today, we got Weird Energy. We just spent the last 16 minutes uh, of, of our time right before the show. We've been quoting old doo-wop songs, uh, doing Buddy Holly impressions. Uh, it's a weird energy out there right now. I can't tell if everybody's bored, tired, grumpy. I don't know what's going on. I know for a fact Justine is distracted, so she's probably playing Animal Crossing. That's mm-hmm. happening. But, but you don't know for sure. But I don't yeah, because we don't have we because we don't have the uh, we don't have the video. We, that but ju- yeah, let's go on video. But let me go. Let me tell you guys something. Justine specifically asked me in a text that I did not respond to because I got it right before we came on if we were going to be on video today, and I didn't answer. So I'm assuming she took that as a green light to do whatever she's doing. Maybe she's. <laughs> Maybe she's doing some kind of decoupage. Who knows? She's definitely up to something, or she would not have texted that message. So I know she's doing something. I love that. Uh, uh, definitely up to something. Patrick, would you like to leave your station and go check on her and tell us what she's doing? Uh, if you really want me to, I can. Nah, why don't you do it as a surprise? Like during the show, at one point, just get up and go do it and then report back to us. I'll let you know how it goes. And then you don't really have to do it, but now the threat of you possibly doing it will keep her. Glued you and to, I both know she doesn't care about that. Glued to the microphone. <laughs> she doesn't fear me, Mario. No, no, no. It's not fear. It is not fear. But but one thing Justine does not like is being wrong. Not about fear. It's about respect. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm gonna walk in there, and she's gonna be like, "The fuck you want?" Yeah, she's gonna be putting. It, she's gonna be putting finishing decorations on the uh, on her winter abode on Animal Crossing. I forgot the name. What's your What's the name of your island? Isle of Lucy. Mine? Yeah, what is it? Isle of Lucy. What is it? Nowhere. Is that really what it's called? Yeah, with the K N O W. Wow. So clever. I love it. Just like in Guardians of the Galaxy, the name of the the what's the no, name of that place? Not what it's from? Huh? It's not what it's from. But what is it? What's the name of the place in Guardians of the Galaxy? Nowhere. But that's not where her reference is. Oh, what's the reference from? It's from a. It's from a book. Wow. Oh, yeah, there's they... also that book, too, that has it. Oh, they read, John. Oh. But that's not spelled right, Patrick. They don't I own know. a television. Oh. Huh. Are you doing Buddy Holly again? Some of us don't read, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're all avid readers. I don't I don't want to besmirch someone accidentally. Um. Guys, how have you been? Is everybody doing okay? We're getting, uh, it's getting scary here. These these COVID numbers are getting scarier and scarier, which is why we're we're welcoming you into the refuge that is this podcast. And I want you to feel like you're at home and you're among friends here. And, uh, you know, we're here to em- envelop you in the safety of our warm tones. The warm tones. Our tones. Yeah. How do you guys feel? You guys feel comfortable? Let's go ahead and sit down, relax. Take take your put your feet up. You're about to embark on a journey for the next hour or so with some of your closest friends, Justine, Patrick, John, Jake, and myself. Here you're, you're among take friends. Take your shoes off. Take your go ahead and take your shoes off, but leave your socks on, and uh, grab a, a cup of something nice and warm and toasty, and just 
curl up with a blanket and just put us right in your ear holes. And uh, for the next hour or so, on a we're going to be, uh, we're all going to be talking to the microphone like this. We're doing a little ASMR here. So uh, uh, you guys go ahead and. Uh, What's everybody doing over there? Yeah. This is, this is me. Uh, this is the ASMR version of, uh, of, a, of a frosty fountain beverage. Here we go. Did you say Jimmy Buffett? Jimmy Buffett? Jimmy Jimmy fucking Buffett. Guys, we're doing guys, we're doing ASMR. What do you what are you guys doing? You, you, you don't yell Jimmy Buffett during an ASMR. Jimmy What's an ASMR? What's AMSR? Oh no. Don't tell no, John, you don't need to know. It's something you uh, don't need. Auditory cinch cinch so, I don't know. Is that the one where you like do some sort of sound? It's when you hear a sound and it makes you feel good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard about that. People like, the isn't like a whole channel of people listening to like slurping or ripping paper or something? Well, there would yeah. be if you guys would shut up. Well. Well, well hello. <laughs> well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Oh, my gosh. Guys, this is going to be a great show. I can well, tell her. Excuse me. Oh, that's Steve Martin. Hey. 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 You go, Justine. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> Good job. Look at you. Everybody's favorite, Steve Martin. Well, excuse me. Love it. Mm-hmm. Comedic genius. Steve Martin, comedic genius. American treasure. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> Patrick's all right in a pig's eye. We're all entitled to our opinions, Patrick, except you. You better get on board with the Steve Martin thing because you have. I've been buying Steve Martin gonna... movies. I've been buying all the cloying '90s Steve Martin movies I can get my hands on. I'm talking about fathers. <laughs> oh my God, are we I'm talking about fathers of the brides, the bride? cheapers <gasps> by the dozens. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of James Bond. No, I would never be that thoughtful. I'm not buying any of those movies because I hate them. What? And that was you how know you what? left the podcast. Hmm. Uh, I picked up Parenthood the other day just on the uh, the long shot that we'd be watching in a couple of years. How is it? I haven't watched it yet, but uh, you know, it's not really a Steve Martin movie. He's like one of 12 people in that movie. Yeah. Parenthood. We're, we're going to be watching a lot of Roxanne and Sergeant Bilko and uh, Pink Panther oh, remakes. Oh, Jesus, that's the bottom of the barrel. Sergeant Bilko's the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> now, now, see what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be like one of those evil genies. I'm going to give John what yeah. he wants, but not in the way that he wants it. You know what I mean? So, right. John's like, I want right. Steve Martin. I'm like, here's Sergeant Bilko. Sounds like yeah. sex. Yeah. <laughs> With who? <laughs> wow. Oh, that's a can of worms. Yeah, right that's there. a whole can of worms between you and Patrick there. So, <laughs> Jesus, wow! I'm gonna give you what you want, but not how you think. We make uh, the we like make sex. these jokes at Patrick Patrick's expense, thinking they're jokes, and then Justine does stuff like that. We're like, maybe we shouldn't be joking about this stuff. <laughs> maybe these things are hurtful, and we yeah. shouldn't. <laughs> And then, and then we get over it real quick. Mm-hmm. Fine. Next week we'll do it again. Like, nah, it's fine. Uh, Patrick, are you okay? Yeah, I'm 
good. Thanks. Right. I'm exhausted. But What's I'm wrong, man? It's I retail. Sure. Let's take a break because you weren't here last week. It's retail hell week or hell that month. fucking sucks, dude. Like, people are so shitty right now. It's yeah. not even funny. It's I'm, really sad. It's just how bad people are being. People don't care. Uh, Obviously. Yeah, people don't care. They're out shopping. They're not staying at home like they should. Help. Lines out the door. People are upset that there's lines and they have to wait. And it's just like, fuck, man. Like, what do you expect me to do? And their numbers are climbing. Um, yeah. And I'm even lucky because I'm in LA County. So we have reduced capacity. So, like, we're even allowing less people in, but it's still the same. People are still super shitty. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, of course, Patrick, we uh, we always uh, we thank you for your uh, retail service in this uh, crisis. <laughs> Uh, and the fact that people can I'm glad st- I can provide you glitter. Yeah, the people the fact that people can still get uh, you know, googly eyes and glitter pens and puffy paints, um, you know, at this time of year is uh you know, if you don't understand what you're doing for the morale of this country. So I think yeah. you need to keep that in mind when Thanks, you uh, man. Mm-hmm. You really and, uh, and just seeing- gotta be is this the crazy this would be the craziest month for you guys anyway, right? Because it's I Christmas. Mean, it's, it's a crazy month for us anyways, but like things are just so crazy in general right now that it's kind of it's it's different it's not we're busier than we've ever been and even like our slow month like july is june and july are our slowest months of the year and we were crazy busy Mm -hmm. and And there's just nothing we can do yeah well people need arts and crafts yeah yeah no definitely it's just you you want people to be at least nice and respectful about it no 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 don't you understand patrick service industry you're there you're there to do their bidding and fulfill their every wish and i am their bitch and all i get to say is yes please ma'am thank you can i have and if you get sick (laughs) if you get sick i'm sorry but the customer is always right yeah, if I die, it's you know for a good cause yeah, if, for fucking glitter. Yeah, you did it because because uh, little 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 kids are driving mom and dad crazy, so they need to be distracted. Yeah. So here's some arts and crafts projects to do, <laughs> and uh, you died for a good cause. Just remember that, uh, Patrick. I so. did. Mm-hmm. You too, Justine. Yeah. I mean, I know everything's. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure everything's peachy and rosy on that island right now. By the way, what's the weather like there right now? At nowhere. My island? Yeah, what's the weather like on there right now? What's what? What's the weather like there now? <laughs> oh, it's just sunny. It's sunny? Is it? I don't know. Not well, something like it was sunny. Yeah. Well, just... It's snowing yesterday. Okay, well, we walk outside and see what it's like. Mm-hmm. I'm not on it. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Oh. Now she says she's not there. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was giving her a chance. Mario's to... trying to tr- Mario's trying to trick you. No, was I giving you her? You know who would know those two? Are you? Those po- two would know if I was on. What does that mean? Are you pointing at something? Because we're. Yeah, do I don't know if you know this. This is, this, is an, this is an audio medium. <laughs> those two. Those two right there. Who? To whom are you referring? <laughs> right there. Yeah, oh, like, those guys. Fucking. I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh, those guys. Are you so te- the other guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll talk to I'm them. I'm not some pair of shoes that you're trying to pick out so your mom could buy you for Christmas. Yeah, I want those two right there. Well, Whoa. you always that's want two. I know. Jake sounds indignant. You okay, bud? Jake, huh? Yeah. Apparently, Jake got a lot of shoes for Christmas. 
and didn't yeah, want the. Oh man, he got real mad about the. There's some deep seated shit right there. We do not know. You know what? You know all those Christmas presents I used to get as a kid, like you know, shoes and socks and clothes, and I used to get bummed out. I would kill for that now. Right? Oh man, what's right. yeah. Christmas? It's my favorite. Like, gift. Uh, when socks, so- underwear for Christmas, and now you're like, please. Yeah, give me, give me, me clothes. <laughs> My my grandma used to buy us all the boys in the family because there's so many of us. She would always get the girls a nice set of pajamas, and the boys would all get Levi's. Right, and dude, that's a that's a great. Can you imagine now getting a pair of Levi's? It's like a, that's like seventy five bucks. Yeah. Damn. And where are you gonna get them? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's selling them? Grandma had to go to Miller's Outpost and go get them. Miller's Outpost. Wow. Yeah. Miller's Outpost. You, you remember the Christmas uh, commercials for Miller's Outpost? Yes, I do. Those two cowboys. That's they right. Had a, a cactus with Christmas lights on. That's it. right. That's right. Going to Miller's Outpost, man. Wow. Mm, or fall into the gap. Like, oh yeah. Remember the Gap? Well, the Gap's still around, right? <laughs> I believe so. Remember the Gap Band? Man. <laughs> yes. Right. No affiliation, but yes. I do. <laughs> They, no, that's how they got Fall started. Into the gap. They you guys were... remember Cowboys? Oh my God! Yeah. Yes. Remember Chewbacca? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my heroes, my my heroes have always been cowboys. Um, mothers don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That's right. Uh, Justine, favorite cowboy in pop culture? <laughs> I mean, you already know. Woody. <laughs> Clint. Blondie. Oh, Blondie. Blondie. There you go. How about you? John, who's your favorite cowboy in pop culture? Hmm. Jamie Foxx. Oh, Django. He is good, man. Django. Damn, that's a good choice. Um, That's a tough one. Maybe... uh, Maybe Charles Bronson in Once Upon a Time in the West. Oh, He's there you really go. Cowboy. All right. All right. He's more like a drifter. More like a drifter. What about you? Uh, what about you, Jake? Shane? Ew. <laughs> Favorite. No, Shane. Favorite. No, no Shane. Don't like Shane. Shane was kind of a badass. You just didn't like the little kid. You yeah. Were... Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that kid just ru- it just ruined the entire movie for what, me. What about Woody? What about Woody from uh, Toy Story? No Woody. Oh, there's no comparison there. But... Mm-hmm. How about you, Mario? Han Solo. Mm. Classy choice. A space. Oh, he's kind of like a space cowboy. Yep, that's right. He's a space cowboy. Uh, I thought he was a space him, pirate. Some people. Yeah, call him he seems like a love. pirate. I would think he's a pirate. <laughs> okay, then uh, Tashiro Mofune in your Jimbo. The original cowboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Patrick? Favorite cowboy? Mando. Mando. No, um, the man with no name. He's fantastic. Yeah. There you I go. Clint. He's so good. There you go. Blunder. Nobody said uh, Cleavon Little in the uh, Blazing Saddles. I was, a, that was going to be, I was uh, going to, I would have said that one too. Or this, mm. or Isn't the, it a beautiful, isn't it a beautiful day? The the yeah, wa- the Waco kid, the Waco kid, <laughs> little bastard shot me in the ass. <laughs> little 
little oh. start shot me in the air. Play chess. <laughs> Screw. <laughs> well, let's play chess. Uh, <laughs> uh, guys, we had a great week this week. Watch a, we had a Rob Reiner double feature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's Rob Reiner? Rob Reiner. Who's that? He's the director of. He was Marty DeBerge in uh, Spinal oh. Tap. Marty DeBerge. He is the director um, of When Harry Met Sally. Really well known director, Justine. He's a he's cool. the son of Carl oh, Reiner. I know him so well. He's the son of Carl Reiner. Hey, wait a minute. All in the family. Mike Stivic, meathead. Nope, nope. Son of he Carl directed, Reiner. Um, Directed When Harry Met Sally? Yeah, he directed When Harry Met Sally. Thank oh, you. got it. Directed The Princess Bride? Got it. Stand By Me? Mm. Any any of these ringing a bell? Yep. Misery? Nope. Yeah, I'm in misery right now. Hey, we'll get you out. Blink twice if you need help. But blink real close to the mic so we get that ASMR effect. Please help me. Mm. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Jake's on his way, man. Uh, we gotta get beat up. Mm-hmm. Jake and Patrick are escaping. Um, Don't we need um, Patrick's ratings from the last week? Patrick, last uh, week. I am so behind. I'm so sorry. Patrick, last week we watched a couple of classics. <laughs> yeah, I'm behind. I'm sorry. I know, man. This has been a tough. It's been tough for you. It's been a hard week. It's yeah, been, it's been. A, I, I'm. I'm going to spend a week watching all the movies that I haven't watched. Don't do that if you, uh, if you can't do it. I mean, you know, we'll we'll just have one Patrick centric episode where you give us all your ratings. I know that's yeah. a lot for you to handle. I understand. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Jake. We did miss you last week. Have you watched any of them? Uh, had I watched any of the older movies? Mm-hmm. No, I, I still have to watch Flash Gordon and stuff. Flash. And, um, Oh, uh, Justine wants to watch it again, so you guys sit down together and watch it. So she really wants to see it. Uh, she didn't sound too excited when I heard her yelling mm, in the other room. But mm, could be wrong. No, she loved it. What'd you give it, Justine? You want me to say it out loud? Yeah, she gave. <laughs> she gave it the same score she gave Casablanca. Oh, okay, ready? Yeah. You ready? You have to bleep it out so he doesn't hear it. I gave it okay. a B. You guys are adorable. All right. This week, it's it's Digital Movie Club time, guys. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Digital movie. Digital movie. You're in the club. Rob Reiner, double feature this week. We have Spinal Tap and The Princess Bride. We're going to go in chronological order this time. Chronological order. So from 1983, we're going to start with Spinal Tap. Patrick, give us the breakdown. All right. Spinal Tap received 7.9 on DB, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, released March 2nd, 1984, directed by one Robert Reiner, uh, with a whopping budget of 2.5 million. It grossed 
uh 4.7 million nice. so not a huge success but a success nonetheless this was not a widely released movie this is kind of released in a few select theaters didn't get a huge release but people knew about it and when cable exploded in the night in the mid 80s it was on all the time now i want to give you guys some backstory i went to high school uh shortly after this movie was released i started high school there were people who thought spinal tap was a real band they did not understand. Yeah. <laughs> they did not understand that this was a mockumentary, and the song "Hellhole" got a ton of play on the radio, and that led. <laughs> Do you remember that, John? Do you remember that? Yeah. It, it got a ton I of play. There still, there's still people that think it's a real band. There are people who thought this was an actual band. Uh, yeah. It's not a real. Band. Uh, I mean, it is in the in the in the fact in the sense that you know they created it for the movie, and I believe that. I believe they, they toured. Uh, yeah, I believe they all played their own instruments, right, John? Yeah, and they toured. They actually have done shows. They play. <laughs> I mean, so. they're extremely talented. So mm-hmm. that wasn't the plan, but they know. actually played. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the deeper the cushion. <laughs> <laughs> the deeper the cushion. <laughs> the sweeter Black the cushion. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they said. That is what they say. <laughs> I love it. Or so I have read. <laughs> the, the, oh, the, oh my God. the looser the waistband, <laughs> the deeper the quicksand. <laughs> oh, so good. All right. Uh, who had not seen Spinal Tap before? Who had not seen this movie before? Me, 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 me. Justine had not seen it. Jake had seen it. Jake hadn't seen it. I haven't seen it. Jake hadn't seen it. You hadn't seen it, Patrick? No, I've I've seen this thousands of times. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. I know this movie. (laughs) All right. So, John, walk us through. John, you are are a conduit into certain eras in time. And this is like, this came out shortly before I would have been in, like, been able to go to the theater by myself and go see it or with some friends. John, tell us what was it like when you saw Spinal Tap? You know, it, timing is everything because there were bands just like this. This is why people thought it was a real band. This is definitely <laughs> riffing on a band that really, you know, there's many bands were like this. You know, Deep Purple, Uriah Heep, Led Zeppelin, all those bands, you know. So everyone got the joke. If you were into heavy metal in the 70s and 80s, you definitely got the joke. And if you were kind of dim, you didn't get the joke because you thought it was a real band. <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone just laughed their ass off because if you'd seen documentaries on some of these these bands, it, it it was exactly it followed all the tropes. You know, here they are on stage, here they are behind stage. Here's how we do what we do. It was just on the money, you know. And um, so yeah, everyone, you know, certain people just dug it, and we all recognized Harry Shearer and uh, Michael McKean and Christopher Guest from previous things. They'd they'd all done stuff with like National Lampoon. And uh, Michael McKean had been on uh, Laverne and Shirley with uh, David Lander. So these were all faces we kind of recognized. But I can see where somebody a little younger than, than I was probably wouldn't have gotten it. They probably thought, oh, there they are. They're playing. They're singing. I guess it's a real band. <laughs> you don't think the airport scene with the, with the tinfoil would have given it away? I don't know. You know, I just know that at the time, what you say is true. At the time, there were some people who uh, who thought it was a real band. And then 
because it got to be kind of popular after a couple of years, they started doing shows. They, uh, and they would open for themselves as the folksmen. So I don't know if you ever saw the, A Mighty Wind, which was kind of like a, a, a documentary, a, fo- a fake documentary on a folk band. That's right. It yeah. Was well, they talk, yeah, they talk about yeah. the folksmen in, uh, in Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, um, and then all the little jokes, you know, like them, you know, as the Thamesmen, you know, with the flower power stuff and all that. It was just hilarious. You know, sing him as like a, uh, you know, in the suits, you know, give me some money. Yes. All that stuff give was just, just on, you know, it just was so perfect. With, uh, there's just two, two of my favorite jokes in the whole movie. Um, number one is Billy Crystal saying, let's go mime is money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and John, you and I have talked about this. This is a double. This is a dual layer joke. When they replace the drummer, when Mick Shrimpton dies, which is a great yeah. name. All the names are perfectly British, by the way. Um, the, the the naming of like everybody's name is just perfectly British. But when Mick Shrimp Mick Shrimpton dies, and they replace him with Joe, and then there's a quote, "Mama." Besser. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to be a three Stooges fan to get that. Well, it's you know. two it's a joke it's a mo- it's a your mama joke and it's also a three Stooges yeah. reference to the fact that yeah. the Stooges kept dying. Uh it's yeah. it's fantastic. Think about think think about all the quotes. This this movie is almost as quotable as uh Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Everybody does the this one goes to eleven joke. Sure. You know? Sure. And uh, some of this stuff has just entered the, uh, you know, the pop culture. I mean, you know, uh, also <laughs> when he's playing that sad song and he, he goes, oh, that's beautiful. What's it called? Lick my love pump. You know? <laughs> know, it's just like everyone uses that for a punchline, you know. So, yeah, this is this is iconic. You know, all, all the lines that came from this movie, you know. <sighs> they uh, All right. Perfect. So, John, we, we know you're a fan. So let's move on to someone who hadn't seen it. Uh, Jake, tell us your first impression of Spinal Tap. Now, what makes you think I haven't seen this movie? Uh, I don't know. You hadn't seen Have it? You said that? Because I haven't seen this movie. I thought it was good. Yeah? There's, I mean, even if you take, even without looking at, it as a film, just as like a band, they were pretty. They're pretty damn good. <laughs> they, they nail that sound perfectly, especially when yeah. they get, yeah. especially when they're getting into that seventies prog rock, doing all these like very um, uh, pon- uh, ponderous like lyrics about you know, uh, you know, at the start of the world and all that stuff. Like you know, thousands of years ago, every band was doing that. Zeppelin had a bunch of like over the hills and far away, where they're quoting Tolkien and all that kind of stuff. It was like they, they really nailed that era in uh, in metal. Metal always seems to do that. They always those guys were always writing stuff that was far more uh, well self important than it needed to be. I guess is what all I'm trying to pro- say. All that prog rock too. Everybody yeah, everybody was doing like these like pseudo religious mythological stuff. You know exactly. Uh, what was your favorite song by them, Jake? Um. I think it was. Oh God, what is the name of the song? It's the Barnyard. What is it? Barnyard something. Sex Farm. Sex Farm. I think Sex Farm. I think Sex Farm's got to do it for me. 
Working on a sex farm. <laughs> and then seven year old Patrick sang a lot of these songs. <laughs> Did you really, Patrick? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love these movies. <laughs> The joke I pictured Jake laughing the hardest at, you'll have to tell me if I was right, is when they're complaining, you know, it says puppet show and spinal tap. And they're like, I specifically said spinal tap and puppet show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And then the, um, what was it when they were talking about, it was like the Isle of, uh, Isle of Lucy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, made me, that made me laugh way harder than it probably should have. And uh, I'm like, listen to what they're saying. Like, I love Lucy. Did Sandy watch it with you? A little bit. Did she enjoy it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> she just you, came in. She was she was busy, so she just kind of you enjoyed it. it though. I'm really glad you liked it because it seems like it's, I did enjoy it. Did you recognize any of the players from any other films? Not a one. Not even Billy Crystal? Not even Billy Crystal. Did you recognize well, Dana, Dana you know, Carvey as one of the I recognize his voice. I'm like, I know, I know he's some I know he's someone. To be I fair, heard. he's in it for like ten seconds, mm -hmm. you know, with mime makeup on. He's the mime, yeah. How about Bruno Kirby? Did you recognize him uh, driving the uh, the uh, chauffeur, driving the uh, the band? No. I'm really bad with with putting faces to band members. Let oh, hey, alone Paul Schaefer. Even Paul Schaefer was in this. Yeah, please spank me. Please kick my ass, would you? Please. <laughs> Will you kick this ass? Do me a favor. I'm not asking. I'm telling you. Kick this ass. <laughs> it's really great. John, you know that last scene when they're doing the, their last tour when they're supposed to be at the amusement park in where it's supposed to be like Stockton <laughs> or something? Uh, that's Magic Mountain. That was the old amphitheater yeah, at Magic Mountain. Yeah. I recognize the theater. I was wondering about that. I'm glad you said that because I was going, wait, that sure looks like the theater at Magic Mountain. What kind of shows would they do <laughs> at Magic Mountain? Oh, a lot of bands played there. I think uh, Sparks played there. You know, band, like K-Rock bands, you know, Flock of Seagulls, bands that were like not huge, but just big enough to play a theme park, you know? Wow. That was back when they used to have concerts at theme parks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know. You, you recognize Fred Willard, right, at the uh, Air Force Base? Yes. No. Good old Fred Willard. God, so great. Basically, everybody who goes on and does, like, best in show and everything, they're almost all here ex with the exception of uh, yeah. with, with Catherine O'Hara and and, um, and yeah. Eugene Levy. Everybody's here. So, I think this is what got it rolling. They said, oh, yeah, you know, this is because I think after this, all those Christopher Guest movies followed, you know, yeah. it's like four or five of them. Yeah. And then, uh, John, a simple two review, two word review here uh, of Shark Sandwich simply reads shit sandwich. Oh, my God. <laughs> all those reviews, you know, the gospel according to Spinal Tap couldn't have got, couldn't have got taken a rest on the day he created Spinal Tap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love how they're just all. Oh, that's that's nitpicking, isn't it? You know, <laughs> Jake. I'm so glad you liked it. Who did you identify with most in the band? Oh, hold on, I'd have to look that. Nigel. I'm the worst. 
<laughs> Nigel Tufnell. The names are the greatest. Nigel Tufnell and David St. Hubbins. <laughs> oh, so perfectly British. Perfectly British. <laughs> perfect, uh, perfect accents, too. Right on the money. They did great accents, yeah. yeah. The lead, the lead guy I identify with the most. For sure. David or Nigel? Nigel. I love that uh, Harry Shearer smokes a pipe. Like he's this yeah. English gentleman when he's not dressed up. That scene where he has the double bass just cracks me up all the time. <laughs> With the uh, leather? Yeah. Oh, my God. Just so over the top. And that's the way metal That's the way metal was back in those days, man. That was or the- like when he's stuck in the pod. You think about it. There were tours like that. You know, like Alice Cooper, you know. Yeah. He's stuck in that pod. Everybody comes out, but he's stuck in there. There were there were definitely shows just like that where you just go, what the hell? They spent a million bucks on a giant tongue. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I mean, what else are you gonna spend all this money on? Oh boy, Justine, let's talk about it. What did you think of Spinal Tap? Mm, I didn't like it. What? <laughs> Why not? It's okay. I mean, I got the jokes. They were really good. Like, it's actually a really good mockumentary uh-huh they did a great job of that like i felt it and i was like oh yeah that's cool like i like how they related this to that and like it all makes sense right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. um i just didn't care so i don't I, I didn't like i thought it was good it just i just didn't care enough about it like i didn't care about them i didn't care um i don't yeah i didn't feel for any of them they're not asking you um, to they're not as, that's not the point of the movie the point of the movie is you nope you're mocking the so, subject i didn't care so then i didn't really care to watch the rest of the film i mean i watched it i just didn't like i was like oh it's okay um i laughed in the beginning but i didn't know billy crystal was in it i didn't know he had a double feature of him yeah but, uh it kind of pops up in i there. laughed like and it was in the beginning, like, and that was probably the last time I laughed when he said, "Mime is money." I was like, oh, <laughs> um, "That's where you got her." Yeah, and that's like what in the first few minutes of the film. I think it's like the know. first ten minutes or so. Yeah, it was, it was probably an ad lib too. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's hilarious!" Because they're mimes. I get it. And um, the rest of the film, just I just didn't care after that. Hmm. I thought I appreciated it. I thought it was a really good mockumentary. They did a great job. Like, enough to make people think it was real. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was funny when the guy was stuck in the pod, but then I got a little over it after a while. <laughs> um, and then when he gets out, he's trying to get back in and his arm gets stuck in it. I was like, all right. Um, <laughs> I thought the Stonehenge thing was funny. I just didn't laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just funny. Um, I like how they had that huge skeleton that they had to keep setting up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. Like, there are like little things there that I was like, okay, I, I see it. Like, I could see why people thought it was real and the whole setup and everything that they had going on. Um, but I don't know. I just didn't care. I'm going to, I'm going to understand. I'm going to predict Justine gives it a seven. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to predict Justine didn't care, but she's going to give it a seven because it was good. So uh, you guys aren't even upset that I said bad things. <laughs> no, 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 because we know you're going to agree. 
we, by now that we just kind of we, we I wait I wait for the score. I wait for the score. That's really what I do with you. I, I stop trying to you guess. Surprise us more often than not. Yeah, like, I stop trying to logic. I stop trying to apply, apply any kind of logic to it. I just wait for the score. Yeah. Oh she my always, god, it was terrible. It was so boring. I give it a. I give it an eight. <laughs> just like, How the fuck just happened? How many times have we been sucker punched? <laughs> Where it's like, what? An eight? But you mm. just said. <laughs> yep. It's like work. It's, it's like working on a sex farm. Working on a sex bomb. <laughs> Sorry. Tonight I'm gonna rock you tonight. Oh, that's Sorry. another. <laughs> tonight I'm gonna rock you tonight. Tonight. In Patrick's head, all the time. What tonight I'm gonna rock you tonight? No, this is the soundtrack to my life. The whole soundtrack. Yeah, he just has it on replay in his head while he's working. Uh. Yeah, I I can imagine that. I can imagine that. That it's not a bad soundtrack you to know, have playing. You know, when you think about like uh, like ACDC, what their lyrics are typically like, this is not a stretch. <laughs> these, these, are like, these could be real lyrics when you think about ACDC. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they match. They manage to lampoon a lot of every you know across the board, just rock rock oh, yeah. bands in general. You know. Yeah. So they, they it's not just they don't they don't just go after the metal guys. You know, they go after just no. It's you're right, but it, there's all these bits where you just go, and probably most bands got a kick out of it because, like, where they can't find the stage, and they're like, "All right, hello, Cleveland," and they can't find the stage. They just keep making the wrong turn. We hear you, like... Cleveland. <laughs> I love it. Uh... All right, I'm ready. Let's rank it. No, yeah. Patrick. Oh, me? Are you ready? Patrick, we didn't Patrick give his review? He we didn't get no. We didn't get his take. No, I, I I grew up watching this movie. I've seen this so many times. What's your favorite part? Um, it's it, there's it's an amalgamation of a lot of hilarious moments. I definitely love the Stonehenge scene uh, where he's arguing and she goes, "Well, the drawing, the drawing says 18 inches," and then he has to go back and explain to him like well, I went off your drawing because it's not my fault. You don't know how to fucking write shit down. That's right. Oh, and that's it's Angelica Houston, a... by the way. Angelica Houston mm-hmm. has a quick bit. In it's there. just such a funny movie. And it just like, it started off a road to things like Best in Show and, you know, um, what was the other one? I can't remember the name of. Wait, Mighty Wind. Yeah, it's just, it. it's so good and it's so well done and it's just creative humor that it's, it's 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 unique and it's a lot of fun. I, I love this movie and I sing these songs stuck in my head all the time. Uh, I I am I am I am. You do not know how much it tickles me to know they used to sing these songs when you were a kid, Patrick. Heck that, yeah, dude! That I just used makes to hum it to myself all the time. <laughs> just, it just makes me. Laugh. I don't think my mother knows that, but I, yeah. I don't know why I get <laughs> such a kick out of that, but it's just a bad. It's just funny to think of a young Patrick running around school singing these songs. To a movie Work, that yes, thinking working at a sex. <laughs> Hell yeah! To a movie that most kids his age wouldn't even know existed. That's oh god, that yeah, makes me laugh. I watched this. I watched this at a pretty young age. Uh, that is fantastic. That is. Did you think it was a real band back then? Uh, when I had first seen it, yeah, yeah, it taken some time. When I was like, oh, it's not real. <laughs> you just thought they were being funny, to yeah. be funny. Uh, yeah. I mean, the whole it goes to eleven joke was 
my sense of humor for the longest time mm-hmm. growing up. But it goes to eleven. Yeah. <laughs> why not just make? Great, why not uh, just take ten and make that eleven? But this one goes to eleven. <laughs> Christopher Guest does the great sort of like blank stare, you know, where he's yeah. just like stumped. He just does this. He just waits a beat yeah. and he's just stumped, you know. It's like I don't understand your question. Like it doesn't make sense. It goes to eleven. What, what, what are you asking me? Uh, by the way, Marty DeBerge is one of the great all time. That's a great fake name too. And yeah. I, I love that he's I mean, wearing. I love that he's doing it's the Spielberg so thing. I love that he's doing the Spielberg thing with like the World War II hat on. I love it. Yep. I yep. love it. The, the opening line is great. He goes, "I used to do commercials. You know the uh, the dog chasing the chuck wagon. That was mine." <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's that great thing where he tries to cross his arms, but he's got the little little, uh, <laughs> little crossed awkwardly, and then he just puts his arms down by his side. Uh, uh, not used to being in front of the camera. Yeah, that GI sound always funny. The Bergy, Schmengi. It's always a good. It's always a good, uh, good comedic uh, uh, device. Use the G uh, and the I together. Uh, Grogi. Um, we need to talk about that, by the way. Uh, at the end of the show, we'll wait we'll, we'll to the end. We're, we're gonna talk about baby Grogi. Uh, mm-hmm. How uh, much more? How much more black could it be? And the answer comes back: none, none more black. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, and then Metallica releases an album with just a black cover on it. So it's I, yeah, I'd like it's, to think they were inspired by it's uh, life imitating art. Not, not only that, I can think of two bands that have released album covers that looked that looked like Smell the Glove with the way they're describing it. You know, the Scorpions had that one. You know, with uh, and uh, you know the Strokes. Like there, there are bands that actually have tried that sort of thing for a cover. You know, I love that. What's the wrong with sexy? No, not sexy. Sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Smell Such the thin line between clever and stupid. <laughs> I love the name of the album. Smell the glove. That is a great. Yeah. That is a typical. <laughs> that's perfect. It nails it perfectly. <laughs> Man, they just they nail they nail it. These guys knew what they were doing. Like you're right, John. It's very Monty Python. These guys knew exactly what they mm-hmm. were spoofing, and yeah. uh, and they really did their homework. You, because you got to know it to uh, to send it up. You have to know it inside out. You know. And I mean, it's and such just, a testament to them as an actors, and the, the film is a concept for people to actually think it was a real band. They must have loved that. They must have just thought we succeeded. If they think we're up there singing and playing, you know. And that's that's the other thing. They weren't lip syncing. They're singing. They're playing. They wrote that stuff. Yeah, they're good. That is that is genius. It's one thing. It's like Neil Innes doing the Ruddles. It's one thing to do a funny song, but to really nail it and make you think it's like a great lost song, you know. Love Unbelievable it. talent. All right. Let's rank it. Patrick? It's a 10 for me. I love this movie. It's a 10 for you. John. Yeah, it's a 10. For what they're doing, it doesn't get any better. Patrick, I already asked you, so I'm going to ask Jake. Uh, <laughs> Jake. Say it again. Jake. Yeah, I give it a 7. Gives it a 7. Wow. I'm not upset. I'm not upset about that. But it's, it's weird. That's such a gap. Uh, Fall into the gap. Justine. 5. What? You like this less than Casablanca? Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give Spinal Tap. I'm going to give it an eight. I give it an eight. It's an eight for me. A solid, solid eight. Right on. You know I like it when I own this movie. <laughs> Love it. All right. Here we go. Guys, hold on to your butts. Get we ready. didn't watch that. We didn't watch Get that ready for the firestorm that's coming, because I feel like there's going to be some opinions hold on this. Hold on to your butt. I, I think there's going to be good, and I think there's going to be bad. Mm -hmm. we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Let's jump. I don't think I'm ready. Let's jump ahead in the timeline to our friend Rob Reiner's next uh, uh, two movies away. There's one movie in between, Stand By Me. John mentioned it. And then we end up with The Princess Bride. Let's talk about it. Patrick. All right. So Princess Bride released on uh, October 9th, 1987. Received an 8 on IMDb and 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Directed by one Rob Reiner with a budget of $16 million, Grossed $30.8 million. Gross. Gross. <laughs> Net. All right. What'd you guys think? <laughs> Patrick, this is a favorite movie of yours. Let's go. Let's start with Patrick. Let's kick it off with my man, Patrick. Princess Bride. Every, um, everybody knows this movie. It's a modern classic. Probably one of the most beloved movies to come out of the 80s. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say that. Uh, a people know this movie today it's still very popular on uh on all streaming services on video on dvd it's on cable all tv a lot so it's not hard to find this movie everybody pretty much grew up with this movie if you were born uh in the 80s or beyond so uh you know a modern classic by any uh definition of the term patrick how did you discover it first um, I had watched this growing up as a kid, and uh, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, it's probably one of the best romance stories out there. It's no Empire um, Strikes Back, but I'll give you that. It's good. It's a good romance. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, to each his own. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just such a funny, well planned out, well thought out movie, and it's just. I mean, I I remember like being excited to be able to read the book in high school we had to read it in high school uh, and, william goldman right yeah yeah we had to read the the book and then watch the movie afterwards and it's probably one of the closest i mean the book technically came after the movie from the screenplay but it's one of the closest adaptations um i've ever seen and it's just it's such a fantastic wonderful story it's engaging it's exciting and it has so many beautiful one-liners and wonderful moments that i i love this movie I, I cannot recommend it to enough. Uh, and when I heard that they were threatening to remake it, I got very upset. <laughs> Yikes. Who's going to remake it? They had talked about it. They had talked about it a couple of years ago. I think I mentioned Christ. it on the show before where they were talking about remaking this movie. And I'm like, um, it would be a shame to ruin you know, this movie because it's it's perfect as is. And I don't think it needs anything else. It's, What's it's a wonderful point? movie. God. I yeah, can't I even mean, think who you would who'd you cast for those people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who it's, who is your favorite uh, who's your favorite character in the whole film? Anigo Montoya. Hmm. 
Well, Pedro Pascal. He would Pedro Pascal would be to die. Yeah, that would be Pedro Pascal. Uh your young your Chris Evans would be your um your dread pirate Roberts. Wesley. No, he mm. wouldn't. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's who it would be. No. Mm-hmm. We need like no. Adam, Adam Driver. There you go. No. Adam Driver would be uh, would be. Uh, he'd be the albino Humperdinck. guy. In... <laughs> no, he'd be the albino guy in the uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, dungeon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, that would be uh, that would be uh, uh, what's his name? That'd be Seth Green. <laughs> his laugh would kill me. Uh, what what's wrong? Why don't you like Why don't you like uh, Chris Evans as uh, Dread Pirate Roberts? Because he's not cute enough. Whoa! Ooh. Wow! Who would Who would it be? Sorry, that's, a Chris Evans. That's, a, that's a prequel to How Do Scene Feels About This Movie. Hmm. Perhaps. Perhaps not. You never know what you're seeing. Inconceivable. Um. Oh, what a great line! What a great line! All right. That's gotta be the. That's one of the funniest lines in the movie. I, I don't think that line, that word means what I you think. I don't think that means. word means what you think. It I don't think that word means. <laughs> I, I, so good. Uh, so well, Patrick, John, if you could change one thing about this, what would you change? Nothing. All right. I have I have no complaints about this movie. Interesting. Interesting. All right, Justine, let's talk about it. Princess Bride. Thoughts? 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 Um, um, it's going to hurt. <laughs> I'm not going to say it was a sexual awake- awakening for me when I was little. I just knew I had a <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Wow! <laughs> Oh, wow. hot damn, that took a turn. This took a turn. It's all, it's all slow. I'm just saying that Wesley, like, I have the hots for him. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Wow. The man in black. And you were 19 <laughs> when you saw this movie the first time? <laughs> uh, like 12. <laughs> um, Careful. I don't know how old I was when I watched this. I It was just kind of already, like, I already knew it. I don't really know when it happened. But I know I always watched it when it was on TV, mm-hmm. and I thought he was the hottest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, wow! And I honestly like I'm not a huge fan of blonde blonde guys, so I don't know something about him. Attitude is everything. Yeah, the only other time I saw him later was when I saw him in um, Saw. That was the next time I saw him in a movie, and I was like, he's gained weight, and I think I still like him. It was very confusing for me. But But then when you saw him in Glory, you felt better about yourself? Glory? Mm-hmm. He was in Glory. Oh, that's right, yes. Yes, yes, yes. When I saw him in Glory, I was already <laughs> like, uh-huh. He's the same, but he looks the same, so, yeah. It was an awakening. Yeah, guys. He was a... Uh, sexual was like, reunion. Uh, I have feelings for this guy. Um, mm. mm-hmm. So Wesley, yes. <laughs> what if yes, what if definitely. what if uh, what if um, Tom Holland played him? Tom Holland? Mm-hmm. He's too young. No, Tom Holland now. Yes. Yep, that's who I'm putting no. in my remake. He looks. 
He he looks too young, is what it is. Yeah, yeah he, he quite looks fit. young. No, we're we're gonna put that little mustache like on him, and it's gonna be fine, Justine. It's gonna be fine when we remake it. Give him a few more years, and he'll be just fine. Oh, oh, uh, what's the think... guy? The the guy who plays? Oh, I'll figure out his name. Hold on, I know the perfect guy to play him. Ooh. Okay. Right there, folks. Perfect. So, Justine, aside from the uh, just the hotness of, of Carrie Elway's, what else drew you to this film? Was it the hotness of, say, an Andre the Giant? <laughs> Andre the Giant was fantastic in this. Yeah, of course he Alexander was. Alexander Skarsgård should play him. No. 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 Oh. Huh? What? <laughs> No. Who? Yes. Huh? Yes. What? Yes. Huh? The it dude. The clown. The Alexander. It no, that's not the it dude. That's his brother. Oh. Mm. No, I don't. Oh, the whole no. Stars Guards, they're all part of it. Oh, there's yeah, like the guy that uh, there's like there's like a couple of them, aren't there, with the same wacky yeah. name with the yeah. umlauts. They're like yeah. they're like the Hemsworths. <laughs> Yeah, there was like a dad too. Yeah, yeah, their dad. The dad was after. the dad was the in, in the Avengers, right? He's the he was in Thor. He's the doctor. He's mm. like he's yeah. He's oh, Natalie right. Portman's right. professor. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That's their dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alexander Skarsgård would play mm. a perfect Wesley. Hmm. I need to look that up now. Uh nope. We're, no, we're gonna do Chris I don't Pine. See resemblance. Sorry, we're doing Chris Pine in that him. role. I, don't get I like him for it. Um, well, okay. So, what were we talking about? The movie? Yeah. yeah. Um, Tell me what else you liked yeah. about it. What else I liked? Um, I could not like so rewatching this, and I haven't seen it in years. I could not get over her name being Princess Buttercup. It's just too much. Like, <laughs> every time you hear it, I'm like, this is a joke. But it's. I mean, I know it's a joke, it's just, but it just it was hard a... to hear it like as a real thing. It's just stupid. Um, it's a story. It's a storybook. And when I was little, I wasn't a huge fan of her. She was whatever to me, and now I I do like her. I think she's cool. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have much to say. This movie is just something I've always known. It's always been in my life. I don't. Uh, it was kind of hard to judge it because I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I love Wesley. Uh -huh. It was really hard. I had to put that aside and just think, like, how is the movie? How is the storyline? I'm like, okay, it's really cheesy. It almost seems like a TV movie. Um, like, it shouldn't have been in the theaters watching it. Um, I resent Why is that? Because, because of the sets? I think because the sets yeah, look obviously artificial. Cheap. Yeah, mm. and it just doesn't seem... It, yeah, it just seems like it would be a TV movie for sure. This would be a Netflix movie. Yeah, it's, it's not even Netflix. This is like a Hulu movie. It's obviously very low budget, uh, and that kind of shows through in some points. But yeah. I, I, it's interesting what you said about having a hard time judging this movie because you love it. Now, remember, Justine, most of these movies that we've watched are movies that I have. I mean, we've taken some requests and some I bought because I think it'd be funny to make you guys watch all the James Bond movies. But a lot of these movies are movies that I grew up with that are in my collection that I love. They're my babies, and I give them to you as a gift, and then you guys just spit on them and give them right back to me. So just keep Jesus that in mind. Christ. Yeah. Christ keep that in Almighty. mind. Nope. 
Keep no that, pressure. Keep no that pressure in mind. No, my babies. Keep that in mind. I, I don't think they're your babies, unless you're saying all of the um, Fast and the Furiouses are your babies. No, 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 no. I would never. No, say that. no, no, no. See? no, no, no. See? But, uh, but <laughs> um, you know, but you know, five on a spinal tap—that's just spitting on my kid's forehead. It's like, <laughs> my babies, don't spit on my babies. Yeah, that's it. And then just wow. here you go. And not accidentally no spitting like you're talking about the baby and you're praising the baby going, oh, do good. And then spitting like spittle comes out. Now you're going like this right in the kid's <laughs> face. Hawk two. But um, watching it. Hawk to me, baby. Watching it didn't wow. have much in there for me to say like, this is amazing. That's not in there. Watching it. It's definitely a comedy. Um and you know comedies aren't really coming out as amazing so i don't know <sighs> i already have my score i just yeah hmm. okay hmm. jake hmm. princess bride how do you feel about this uh, movie is this one of your favorites did you see it as a kid growing up did you love it how did you feel so i've never really seen this movie wow all the way through oh my god i've seen bits and pieces here and there uh-huh so what how did you feel about it as a whole as a whole this movie is fantastic oh love it perfect tell me what it's you like it's just it's just it's it rides that perfect middle ground of being just ridiculous and hilarious and having a like a great fantasy story because yeah it's just got a great story to it and then on top of it it's got some really great funny moments we saw our old characters are very likable we saw our old friend chris sarandon how was it like did you have a feeling seeing him again after uh, fright night uh no you don't have my weird I had my sexual awakening when I was watching. <laughs> Wallace Shawn really did that for you. <laughs> uh, the one part I think, Jake, that you would like, uh, what struck me, is the, the, the part that struck me is the most, Jake, is when he's having the contest to see who drank the poison. I felt yeah. like that was the most Jake moment in the movie. And you would think that. Is that true? You'd be right. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's just right up Jake's alley. That's right up Jake's alley. So, um, uh, this yeah. Whole, this this whole movie. There's really, there really isn't a bad scene in this movie or a bad. There's no bad scene, bad line. There's just there's. I can't find anything wrong with the movie. It's great. That's good. It's a good one. It's it's one of the it's one of the best. One of the all time best. Um. John, what did you think? Did you see this in the theater, or is this something you caught up to later? No, we saw it in the theater, and uh, yeah, uh, I loved it. It's funny. It's it's one of the funniest movies of its type. You know, you don't get too many of these like sort of storybook fantasies that really work on a on a humorous level. Um, but you got to hand it to William Goldman. It is his book, and I think the book was like seventy three, so this is like a decade after he wrote the book. So it's great that he's the one that adapted it. Um, so many witty lines, you know, the, the, the dialogue is just wonderful and, um, God perfectly cast. There's not a person in this movie that is, uh, that you could do better than as far as the casting goes, Mandy Patinkin, this has got to be probably the best thing. In my opinion, it's the best thing he's ever done. You know, talk about a dream role. You get to be this fencer 
on a revenge mission, you know, to avenge your father's death. Um, you know, and you know, it's great because uh, Christopher Guest is such a great slimy villain. Yeah, he really plays it straight. You think about it, he's not like sort of like winking at the camera. He's really playing it straight. He's really a, a terrible villain, you know. Yeah, something right out of the old like Basil Rathbone school of villainy. Yeah, and the, the, exactly, and the fencing is impressive. All that fencing mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, Wesley is uh, that you know that just perfect that that beginning where they sort of find out they really like each other. So they're giving him every courtesy, you know, they drop their sword, they let him pick it up. All that stuff is, I love what he goes, you're really too decent to kill, you know, and yeah, you seem like a good fellow, you're really too decent to, so I'm just going to knock you out, you know, it's like. Yeah. And uh, Wally Sean, you know, all those great lines, the whole bit, yeah, the whole bit with the poison, that whole convoluted logic about which cup has got the poison, and then he just keels over dead, you know. <laughs> just perfect. It's, there's a lot of scenes in this movie that are very, very Python-esque. They got a real sort of Monty Python uh, vibe to them. Mm-hmm. Most people can't pull that off. Um, so, yeah, I just think um, every role, perfectly cast. And, um, yeah, it, I, I liked it from the first time I saw it. It does have a bit of an, I think what, there is sort of an artificial look to it. I always assumed that was a choice. It's, it doesn't seem like it's a low-budget movie. I don't think that was a budgetary choice. I think it was he wanted it to look kind of um, artificial, kind of like a fairy tale, like Wizard of Oz or something. It, I think he wanted it to kind of have a, um, a kind of a different reality to it. It doesn't feel like it's low budget. It just feels like um, it was a choice. And uh, so that, I think that does sort of boomerang. I think some people kind of feel it looks kind of cheap. But I, I'm pretty sure that that was a conscious decision. Because there doesn't seem to be any other part of the movie they're skimping on. You know, oh, on. yes, there does. What's that? We'll talk about it when I get to my score. Okay. Uh, anyway, I love it. I just think it's some of the best dialogue. And how how do you beat William Goldman? I mean, he did uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. He did All the President's Men. Uh, this is a guy that can really write a screenplay. So, you know, it, it does. It also, I love the, the, uh, the sequences with... Um, Peter Falk and uh, Fred Savage. Yes, I think those we, are really great. No one's talked yeah. about that yet. One of my my the the quote that I pull from this movie the most. I'm not kidding. Whenever anyone's sick, I say, "How's the sicky?" Yeah. Also, that whole thing. I, it's just such a great way to bookend the movie. That last shot where he says, "Maybe you can come back tomorrow and read it to me again," and he goes, "As you wish." I just think that's heartwarming, and heartwarming is really tough to pull off. You know, it's almost impossible, but that is just a really great way to end the movie. Also, Fred Savage know? is playing a Commodore 64 version of uh, baseball. Played many games of that. That's my buddy hit it, so just wanted you to know, everybody... You see that video and you go, holy cow, this could be 100 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time video games looked like that? You know? 1987. 1987. It's like Big, where he's playing the video game. You're going, holy cow. It's like... It's like this kid is at IBM or something. This has nothing to do with the way video games look now. Yeah, know? exactly. Uh, yeah. All right, That's guys. A great, way, great way to sort of bookend the movie, I think. With it. I don't know, you know who thought of that, but it's a great way to introduce the movie and then to end the movie. Uh, all right, guys. Let's talk about it. Let's rank it. Well, you didn't give us your thing you don't like. Love it. I love this movie. This is a great movie. But, but you were going to say 
the one thing that drives me nuts about this movie is somebody did most yes. of the score on a Casio keyboard, and it sounds. Is that true? It sounds terrible. That, oh yeah, this seems is that true. Yeah, but listen to some of the music. Casio. It it's John. It's like a horrible. Everything you hate about eighties music is in this score. It's like a really. Uh, it sounds like it's. So it's not strings. It's a synthesizer. Yep. Wow, it's funny. Usually, I'm the one that would pick that mm-hmm. up and go, Ugh, and I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder yeah. why. Hmm. So you either who, the, who did the score? Either you are over praising this movie, or you've been under praising '80s music for the last thirty years. I need you to make pick which one you. No, didn't. I no, I hate. <laughs> 80s music and I hate the synthesizer. So something is something's wrong here. So who is this doing this? this I don't the, know. Uh, the I don't music. Know. I don't know, but it is. Uh, you look, don't know. It is on a Casio so this keyboard. Whole thing is, this whole thing's done on a synthesizer. You think? No, there's a there's the guitar part that's real, but then when they're running around the forest and doing all that, it's like. Huh? Boy, I'm usually the first person to cry foul when I hear something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie. Uh, Van Halen. Bogus? What? Oh, ah. That doesn't sound right. Oh. That doesn't sound right. I'll bet you it was somebody who did, that's a, that's a stage the lyrics name. lyrics were by Jack Northworth, but that's it says, it. Lyrics. arranged by Eddie. No, no, no. Find no, the soundtrack. Find the sound. I said yeah, soundtrack. I soundtrack. Find the soundtrack. Oh, Mark Knopfler. Oh, from, from Dire Straits? He's a guitar player. <laughs> that's the guy from Dire Straits. That's weird. Why would he use a synthesizer? Well, you've heard Dire Straits, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan, but he is a guitar player. I don't know why he would mess well, he with does that beautiful. He does have that beautiful guitar uh, score when they're talking. We talk about Princess Buttercup, but when they're running around the forest and stuff, it's a keyboard. It's a Casio. Mm. It sounds like somebody's... So, like To quote my friend Hiddish, that me, it, he wasn't talking about this, but he said, it sounds like somebody's brother's Casio. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. That's, never bothered that me. is the... That's the bane of 80s music, I'll tell you, is the synthesizer. There you go, my friend. There you go. Mm. So you'll be... So is that going to cost Is that gonna cost the movie a point in your book? Well, the other day... <laughs> well, just let's just say, John, the other day when we had a chance to be unanimous on something, you let something... I see. You let something... Boy, you do not let go. You do not... No, you, no. You're like a bulldog. You do not let go of that stuff, do you? Remember not, me, motherfucker? Not when you spit on my babies. Not when you spit on Prepare my babies. Prepare to die. Mm-hmm. Prepare to die. I, I love when he keeps saying it, and finally Christopher Guest goes, stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great line. It's like, yep, you're, oh, and God, is that the greatest line of all time? Offer me anything. I do. Give me my father back, you son of a bitch. Love it. I love this movie, and that is oh, why I give it God. a nine. Mario gives it a nine. Justine? Justine? Ooh, you made me sound like I was in trouble. What is your ranking? Eight and a half. Eight point five. Why only eight point five? I just it, it lo- almost could have been it just like it's a TV movie to me. Wow. <laughs> Justine, do you understand that if you don't give this a ten, my nine means less? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Um, 8.9. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many points? I got a question. 
How many points is a sexual awakening worth? <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, would, right? it would go up a little bit higher, but I just, I don't. If I'm going to go off of what I've seen now as an adult, I have to change my score to that. That's fine. Sorry. Sorry. John? What you've seen as an adult, as in like porn or what? Like Cinemax <laughs> After Dark. <laughs> yeah, what's going Cinema. on? Hmm. <laughs> That was that's a sexual awakening there. Mm-hmm. Patrick, what, Patrick, what do you give it? Uh, what did John give it? I'm sorry. Oh, John, what did you give it? Um, I give it a nine. I don't know what keeps it from being a ten. I can't tell you. It's hmm. a nine. I love it. There's something keeping it from being a ten. I don't know what it is. It's that keyboard. You don't realize that it's there. It's subconscious. I don't think that's it. But I don't know. But a nine is is solid. My God, you know. Nine is pretty damn good. Uh, Jake. I give this a nine. A nueve. Patrick, we know you're a ten. Yep. But what do you give the movie? Ten. <laughs> hey, oh. No arguments for me. It's a ten. <laughs> Mario, would you give it? A nine. All right, so we're all pretty much, yeah, we're all in the same ballpark. But now that I know you've given it a nine, I must give it an eight. I see. I'm just kidding. No, it's a nine. That's honestly the only thing that keeps it for me is that score drives me crazy when I hear it. I'm like, you guys could not have hired an orchestra to do this? That always drives me nuts. They can't do it. But, John, Um, I think you're right. I think this movie had a budget. I I think that some of that stuff was done maybe just because it was easier to control the environment so like obviously the scene when they're doing the fencing and they have to do the flip and do all that stuff you need a controlled environment right you can't go out and build that i mean you could but it costs a lot of money to do something like that you know i don't know i don't i it'd be great to like pick his brain but i just always thought that there's this was a choice it's a fairy tale and i think there was just an uh you know, an effort to make it look a little more, you know, mm-hmm. non-realistic in some scenes. I love those eels, though. And there's so many great lines. Again, great lines, like you said. Andre the Giant is fantastic. Everybody's fantastic in this movie. Even the little, yeah. even mm-hmm. the little, yeah. even the little tree albino guy, who I feel like we should know from hey. something, but I don't. He's know. got an odd name. It's like his name is like Mel Smith or something. I don't know. I don't know who that is, but uh, and let's... he's got. A, I looked him up. I can't remember the name, but it's. It's somebody where you go, well, I don't know who that is. Unless but it's it, somebody using a pseudonym. But it know? seems like somebody you should know. Right. It looks like he's so familiar even under the makeup. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Like Robbie Coltrane. We'll have to look that up. And, uh, uh, yeah, nobody, nobody mentioned uh, Billy Crystal. And Carol Kane. And Carol Kane. Yeah. Pretty funny. Pretty funny stuff. A nice mutton later, MMLT. A nice mutton lettuce and tomato sandwich where the mutton is nice and lean. Oh, my God. What's his line? Uh, Have fun storming the castle. Yeah, yeah. Have fun storming the castle. No, he's mostly dead. (laughs) No, too blave. Too too blave. Mm. Love it. God. The, the, The other great scene is where he's lying there motionless. And he's he's describing how he's going to kill him, so he's just going to look terrible. And he's gonna, and every no, child not to the death to the pain. 
That's right. <laughs> what does he say? Every child will rear back in horror when they see you crawling through the mud. That's like <laughs> right, damn right. I love uh, it. Great movie. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna bump it up. I already put it in there. I no, that score. I'm, honestly, that score always drives me nuts. I'm always disappointed. I'm like, this could have been a perfect movie, and then I get mad mm. at myself for being that hard on the movie but then it's like no i need look it, it, it's something that it's I, I, funny i've i have done that mario uh it's so weird that i didn't catch that that the score didn't really enter my mind all, you know all that comes through is that plucking on the guitar strings mm-hmm. i really didn't catch there's nothing very memorable about the score so i guess it, it's so weird that i didn't catch once that. you hear it you won't be able to unhear it well i'm not i guess i'll wait a while before i watch it again <laughs> Uh, Justine, we need to explore this further. Let's talk about this awakening. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> this sexual awakening. <laughs> this, we have... I'm going to make out with that guy. We were not expecting that. Wow. In all the movies we've we've done, I've, I would have never expected <laughs> any of those to trigger that reaction. In uh, Dang, Justine. Like, Even when I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, look at that face. Oh, look yeah. Look at that face. Did you lock the door? Somebody get the mop! <laughs> I think everybody did a spit take when you said that. They're like, what? Justine, do you ever make do you ever make Patrick dress up as Dread Pirate Roberts? No. With the, with the little with the little mask and the Nah nah. His outfit doesn't do it for me. No, no. no. Oh, Jesus. No, no, no. It's that face. It's the face, okay. It's that little fresh face. Really young, fresh face. Oh, okay. Mm. Hmm, interesting. Um, <laughs> so, so for next week, <laughs> for next week, you got two great movies. One of them might be a little bit hard to find, but we're gonna do. I'm gonna get you, sucker, and Hollywood Shuffle. Wait, what I'm are you? What you are you saying? Do you heard me? I love that. You heard me. And I'm, what's the other um, I'm gonna get you sucker and uh-oh. Hollywood Shuffle. Hollywood Shuffle. Um, he sounds Mario. like mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. This might this might be a good time to tell us what's coming up. I don't think we have anything after that. I'm gonna get you sucker too. And Hollywood Shuffle. Have you got a lineup for the weeks for, uh, after that? Uh, I'm going to get you Sucka and Hollywood Shuffle. Right. But after that. I know. I I'm, know. I'm, I'm, know. <laughs> I'm, it's anyone, time to start looking for the can next, anyone, for the next can movie. Can anyone guess what I'm going to say next? I'm gonna Die Hard 2. Harlem if Shuffle. You weren't, Hollywood Hollywood (laughs) Shuffle. We will have that conversation Mm. off the air. Well, we're we're still recording. We don't. Well, I didn't realize I was uh, breaking protocol there. (laughs) Captain Queeg, sorry about that. I didn't take the strawberries. Now, if you were listening to your favorite podcast, would you want to hear them drone on and on about some boring? Stuff about what the behind the scenes. They, they listen to us drone on about everything else. Some inside <laughs> baseball stuff. No, no, no. They want to hear. They want to hear. They want us to move on to the Mandalorian review. That's what they want to hear. 
I see. I okay. see. But I do have a. It's I see. A, I'm just. I get the picture. I'm loath to do it because one person is going to hear what's coming up, and they're not going to want to finish this this episode. So we gotta we gotta keep everybody okay. on board till this episode is done. Because one okay. person is about just to remember. I just want you to remember that truly, if we do diamonds are forever, seeing Joe St. John in a bikini was a sexual awakening for me. See, that's <laughs> far less interesting to me. <laughs> I would hope so. I, I would certainly, I would certainly hope so, Mario. <laughs> no offense, my friend. No offense. No offense there. It's don't you a... want to know? Don't you want to know? No, I do I not. Know. No, I do not. Where uh, people are. <laughs> I, 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 does anyone have uh, access to a text? I just sent uh, little little Jakey a text there. I don't know if he was able to uh, log back in here. We're gonna have oh. to pause for a second. It didn't. It didn't turn up. No, I didn't get it either. No, I sent him an invite, but I want to know if he texts back. Uh, but I usually, but we usually see that, and it, I didn't see it. Well, I can check for you. No, I send you. You're the only one I send an invite via text, John. Everybody else gets it on the app. Oh, his phone died. He's out. His phone died. Oh, he's out for the week? Yeah. No, for the rest of the episode, his phone died. That's what I mean, the week. What a dork. Yeah, so. All right. Does he not know how to plug a phone in when it's dying? Oh, oh he just texted. <laughs> it, says, uh, it says phone died. He's adorable. Yeah. That's what I'm dealing with here as the host, guys. Now you see maybe why uh, Daddy gets frustrated sometimes, you know. He's going to edit this. Daddy gets angry sometimes. Okay. I'll tell you what. Edit it right before I say, hey, what are we going to listen to a uh, week after that? No, no, no. That's staying in. That's gold. That's comedy gold. That's gold. Me having You're your... Going, we, don't do, we don't do that. Me ha- don't look at the big board me, when everyone's listening in. Me having, me having to repeat myself nine times is always comedy gold. People love that. Hey, they're going to see the big board. You can't yeah. come in the war room. They're going to see the big board. Guys, what's next week? Yes. Dr. Screenflow. Right. I don't know. I'm gonna get. You, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Forever. I'm gonna get yeah, you, sucker. Justine and Hollywood Shuffle. The week after that will be for your eyes only and Octopushy. Didn't we already watch for your eyes only? Nope. That was the spy who loved me. Mm-hmm. And the week after that will be V to a Kill and. Never say never again. Why? It's Merry Christmas, Justine Weeks. Merry Christmas, Justine. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the James Bond <laughs> time sick. of year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of fear. Have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And in case you didn't know... James Bond once oh killed golly, a guy golly, named Doctor No. Christmas. <laughs> Doctor No. Christ. <laughs> oh ho, oh, the mistletoe hanging from the tree. Somebody waits for you. Kiss her once for me. What a weird ass song. Have a holly jolly Christmas. <laughs> it's the best time of the year. I don't uh, know if there'll be snow, but here's a list finished. of names. Ilya Kazan is a commie. What? He says it's not letting him join. Oh. 
So it says finish, finish without him. Okay. That sounds like a lie from the pit of hell, but we'll go ahead and finish. Uh, it was sounds like Sandy hears that a lot. Hey. hey. Whoa. <laughs> Um, guys, John, cover your ears real quick. Did you hear? Did you watch? Did you hear? Did you watch the Mandalorian? You mean yes. the Kurosawa remake? It was a heavy well. Kurosawa remake. What did well. you? What did you guys think? Um, I really enjoyed it. I know people who didn't. Um. Who? I thought it was really uh, Ed for one, but he doesn't like like when they try and do like try tie in big cameos and stuff like who, that. Who who like, didn't like it? Ed. Oh, damn. he didn't hate it. He just wasn't his favorite. Um, but I really enjoyed this one. It was really really good, and I thought it was really the cinematography was fantastic. It's really well shot, and Rosario Dawson does a great job. Hey, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, she's in that. Uh, she's in it, and so is Michael Bean. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Wow, what's he done lately? Wow, uh, Mandalorian. Mm. Uh, but before her that, lightsabers are amazing, and the really? wind. The wind was amazing. High yeah. five to the wind in the dark background. See, Good that's job. that's wow. Kurosawa making the elements a, uh, a character. I feel like they should they should have given him credit though. Like at the end, they should have been like uh, <laughs> dedicated to. They should have given a lot of people a lot of credit for a lot of what goes on in this show. Um, Aesthetic is there. I'm living for it. I am here. Hello. There nice were some major you. reveals, including uh, the child's name. How did you feel about the child's name? okay with it. it i i think it's fine um it's I, his name what are you gonna say yeah yeah i can't really complain about it yeah people were complaining about it yeah why, why? it wasn't there was Is no way you a junior there was no way you were gonna come up with a name that was gonna make people think of what yeah i mean no, the, I mean, the child is such a unique mm-hmm. moniker that it's just kind of like you really are in a situation where you're not going to be able to figure out much. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't call him Yoda Jr. No, because no, because no, Yoda Yoda was dead. I know. I'm just trying to be funny. You know, funny, failing. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Boo. There was of, of Pat Oswalt's bit. So I do my bit. Silence. Boo. Um. Yeah, no, his name is Grogu, John, Grogu. That sounds pretty lame. <laughs> See? There's no way, there's no way you can, there's no way you can, we're going to satisfy anybody. Grogu is I, actually, I, I, I don't know if you know this, John, you're in the grocery business, John. You know that Grogu is actually yeah. the parent company of Ralph's, so. Um, Kroger. Yay, that's hey. it. I did like that every time gotcha. he said Grogu, the baby would turn and look at him. Grogu? And make noise and go, Mm hmm. Yeah, he go, huh? Me? Yep. It's like, bitch, you know my name? Uh, Since when? Yeah, but, you know, it was a, you, we got to see Ahsoka Tano, which is probably uh, arguably the biggest character out of the Clone Wars cartoon, uh, yeah. show up in the, in the, as a live action character. And I thought they did a very good job with, with her as a live action character. And Rosario Dawson did. A great job. She's sort of living 
She's not a Jedi anymore. If you follow the story arc, she's kind of living on her own. Um, just trying to, to survive after the, uh, the, you know, after the fall of the Jedi. But this opens it up. Do you think there could be a way that they're going to incorporate a Luke Skywalker into this? I don't, I don't think he'll be the one. Um, I'm going to be curious to see who it's going to be. Uh, there are several different options, but I don't necessarily like he's like the ultimately like the first choice um that i think makes the most sense but i'm hoping it's not because then they have to figure out do we do can we get someone who can play like a younger skywalker because this is five years after well because they did meet in the comics and she did she did tell uh luke did tell her that anakin was redeemed that that did happen in one of the comics yeah 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 but so, uh, I don't know. I, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do and how they pull that off. Um, I think they're setting themselves up for a spinoff show for her um, because there's not much story-wise she can continue in in this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's not... She's not going to train the kid, so the one person she's looking for, while they may show in this, I don't think she'll be, you know, in it again. I thought it was interesting that... I thought it was interesting that they brought they're bringing Admiral Thrawn in because I know they're not doing the uh, heir to the Empire timeline, but he was in the Clone Wars cartoon. They they, I mean, they're adding stuff from that like left and right. They're just re they're basically just redoing the whole canon and just adding that stuff back in. It seems like yeah, taking some of the legacy stuff and cutting it to their purposes. Altering it to their mm-hmm. purposes. All right. Well, uh, did you guys? Were you guys? This is one of the. This is one of the. The I, I told you guys this last time. Like that show is a show that I watch and I'm always ultimately disappointed in because it's better than I expect, but not as good as I want. And I feel like this. This episode was good. This episode. I was, I was really happy with this mm-hmm. one. This was one that I was I was thoroughly impressed with. And like I said, the cinematography is probably the part that blows me away the most. It's definitely one of my favorites. Now, do you feel like, Justine, let me ask you this, now that you watch The Mandalorian, do you feel like now that you've kind of gotten um, schooled in Westerns, do you feel like you catch a lot more than you would have had you not watched some of the stuff that we watched on the movie club? Mm. Not really. From the Westerns, you you see it in a lot of films, so... Like, maybe if I was introduced to Westerns as a kid, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I see it in so many other things, so it's not... I know, I know. It's not really there. I try. <laughs> I try. I try. I can but try. I try to just let I you try see. It's so hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I try. Yeah, I, I, I think it was a good one. John, when are you going to watch The Mandalorian? Oh, one of these days, I suppose. I guess I got to get Disney Plus. Please do. You can watch Please the computer. Do. You can watch the computer war tennis shoes. <laughs> I've already got a copy of that. <laughs> How about the strongest man in the world? Yep, and of course the uh, barefoot executive. And uh, now you see him. Now you don't. How about the, the cat from outer space? And uh, Gus, the football playing mm-hmm. mule. The apple dumpling gang. <laughs> no deposit, no return. Wow. How about the castaway yeah. cowboy with James Garner? <laughs> and of course, Sammy the Way Out Seal. 
Uh, I don't think it's on there. <laughs> There's tons of pictures. I love it. Finally. Nah, I don't think they have that one. They don't have Dr. Mm. Sin either. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, one, do they show those British ones like the uh, the Robin Hood one and the yep. Sword in the Rose? Yep. They have the, the British the oh. British they have a Blackbeard's Ghost and uh um, And Treasure Island. Treasure Island. They show Treasure Island. Yeah, with Bobby Driscoll. I wonder why they're not showing uh Dr. Sin. Hmm. That's a good one. I've got it on DVD. What's the other one with uh with David Niven, Candlefoot, Lightfoot, Candle uh, Candlestick? Oh, there's there's one with Leslie Nielsen called the Swamp Fox, I think. Wow. Uh, kind of a kind of a Robin Hood, Doctor Sin type thing. Hmm. It's uh, a very young Leslie Nielsen, I think, playing like a, a hero, like a Zorro part. Police Squad in color. Starring Leslie Nielsen, the greatest opening in all of television. They would kill the guest stars off before they would be on the show. What a great show! Yeah. Only six episodes. What a, what a tragedy! No, that was originally that is a that John that is a great misconception. They originally did it as a summer show, and it was only ever supposed to be six episodes. It was not canceled. Oh, really? Yep, ah, it was okay. not canceled. It was only ever supposed to be six episodes. Ah, okay. Well, what the hell? You got three movies out of it. You can't cry too hard, you know. Yeah, they 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 was a it was a summer replacement show. Okay. Uh, and they were it was only ever supposed to run the six episodes. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe it's easier to do six perfect episodes and try to crank out like twenty. Exactly. Maybe it would have gotten old. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You run out. You run out of stuff to do. Yeah. That's the great thing about British okay. television: closure. Um, yeah, Jesus Christ! Yeah, Faulty Towers. You're talking twelve episodes, period, <laughs> for a for a show that ran two years. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Unless you're talking about Doctor Who, then that just goes on forever. Mm. Forever. So I, you know, I never, I never really got into Doctor Who. Well, after that, like the seventies. <laughs> that's gonna be our next. We're gonna do a Doctor Who show. We're gonna we're gonna watch all the episodes. And we're going to do a okay. podcast about it because there's not enough Doctor Who. Okay. Doctor Who is like true right. crime. There's not enough of mm. it on the internet. So we need to have more and more and more of it. Uh, do they do they have like packages of the really old ones like uh, Tom mm-hmm. Baker from the 70s? Oh, yes. Oh, my yes. Oh, my we. <laughs> yeah. You sounded like oh, comic my. book guy. He's a like comic book guy. Oh my, oh my, yes. Oh my, oh my word. Uh, hello. Why, hello Most there. Death ever. Um, so next week, you guys are ready for I'm Gonna Get You Sucker and Hollywood Shuffle. Beautiful. I don't think any, I don't think you guys have seen any of these, have you? Nope. Oh. No. It's going to be quite the double feature. Quite the double feature. Quite the double feature. John, you've seen these, of course. Uh, yeah, but I probably haven't seen them since they came out, so that'd be like, what, 30 years? Yeah. Hollywood Shuffle, shoestring budget. Shoestring budget. And the great story of how yeah, it was you made. Know, it was, yeah, it's yeah. on his credit cards. Right? Yeah, he made the movie on his credit cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah. You Get ready to uh, LOL. All right. Uh, well, this has been a great little show. What a great little episode. We, we miss, of course, we say goodbye to our friend, uh, 
Jake, handsome Dan, handsome. We're sorry he couldn't Bye, be here Jake. with us at the finish. Bye, Jake. We love you, man. Bye. Stay healthy, Bye, buddy. Uh, the say, and then uh, of course we say goodbye to the lovely uh, Justine, who probably shared a little more with us this week than she wanted to. <laughs> we know too much, but uh, we're happy she did as always. And then of course, uh, Patrick. Uh, I'm sorry to poop on your parade with that nine, but uh, those keyboards. Just I, I'm cool. Dude. Really, like really drive me. Yeah. To each his own. But I'm glad you love Spinal Tap, and the uh, my favorite thing of this, honestly, my favorite thing of this this week is knowing that you used to sing those songs when you were a kid mm-hmm. that's hilarious uh john always a pleasure man even though you got kind of kind of testy about wanting to know what movies were coming up next week <laughs> <laughs> not, we can not nearly as testy as your response to my question <laughs> did you like that i was very subtly trying to get you to take the hint and then you wouldn't take the hint and i had to be like i, just I am just, I'm as thick as a brick. I just spell like, it out. Hey, that's what she said, huh? Hey. Yeah. How you hey, doing? how's that for an awakening, huh? Hey. <laughs> pa, 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 pa. Awakened. Yeah. Insert diving board noise here. Um, Guys, I love you all. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Until next week, guys. Uh, we say, as always, fight the power. This transition ends 